can see why you've been listening to that nonstop. Right. Word. I mean, it's true. We're not going to stop. Until <laughs> like, there's justice. And until there's justice. But, but, but this is the thing. We continuously keep losing people this way, even during this. So... It's just never, it's gonna be a never ending. Like, how dare they fucking kill these young black people and they're out there fighting for their lives, just walking home and like they're dying still and they're, they're a part of the Black Lives Matter. It's happening right now. And these stupid ass cops aren't getting it. Like, what is it? How is it not connecting to them? They're indoctrinated. They're like a part of it. I saw a quote is like, you can't flip the table of injustice if you're eating from it. Fuck. Sure the fuck can't. Yeah. Um, who's the artist in that song, Zach? And welcome, by the way, buddy. Thank you. Welcome, Zach. This is Antiques Made Daily. It's uh, The Sacred Souls. The song's called Give Us Justice. The Sacred Souls Give Us Justice. That's on point. I, I won't want to listen to it nonstop. Also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're... Oh, my gosh. It's sad that there's all this beautiful art coming out of this, and, like, it keeps inspiring more art because, like, the story about Elijah McClain... I just feel... angry again. Right. Like, my anger was subsiding. It was more just, like being strategic and using my emotions the way I felt like I should use them. And then I fucking read this story and I see this kid and I'm like, this would have been one of the kids that I knew. Like, the alternative black kid who plays violin for cats and they fucking killed that little boy. They all need to fucking burn. They have to. Yeah, like, just got Lou upset. She was all pissed off last night. I was like, welcome. They are, yeah. Yeah. It just takes a while to hit people. You know, yeah, just everybody's different, you know. Like, it everybody. was like with, with George Floyd, it was the physical murder of a man. The physical lynching of, with hands. Like, as opposed to shooting. All very horrible but for some reason seeing that affected people more and it was like in public in front of people who were like they're always in public that that's the thing they're always in public like when they shot philando castile i was watching the facebook live and what of the girlfriend like she was live streaming and like my friends were sharing it so i like was on facebook randomly at that moment and I'm looking and I'm like, what is going on? And they shoot him. And she's like, they just shot my boyfriend. Oh my God, please don't die. Please don't die. And he's just like dying. But that didn't fucking affect people. It, and that was seeing the cop pull the trigger. It was these fucking cops putting their hands and, and having that man beg for his life. And now... You know, and George Floyd was, like, a bigger dude. You know, you could tell he could hold his own, carry himself. He looked like a strong black man. He's a the biggest guy. threat there is. And 
This young boy, who was probably 140 pounds, just a the artsy kid, ask telling them he can't breathe as well, and also tell like being kind to them while they're killing him. People need to get fucking rowdy, like radical rowdy, get out there in the fucking streets. Because that kid was harmless. Harmless. What are they going to say about him? Like they tried to deface George Floyd with his past. What are you going to say about this kid that you spent maybe 14 hours a day playing violin? He was a good kid. His mom loved him. He he told the cops, I'm an introvert. He don't feel comfortable with them touching him. I'm different. Yeah. He was doing exactly what his mom always taught him to do. And they fucking killed him. Even that couldn't save him. A little boy. Like, he was a kid. My brother's name, his middle name is Elijah. My mom calls him Elijah. And like when I saw that, I was just like, oh my gosh. And it's McLean and I'm, my brother's Malcolm Elijah. Like there were just two similarities there. Where I was just like, oh my God. Like a family is now without that little sweet angel. For what? Because also who's not wearing a fucking mask? It's the law. And the motherfucker who called the cops on that kid even said, he doesn't look, he doesn't have a weapon. I'm just calling because it's suspicious. And they fucking come up and what, choke are those this people, kid. Can those people be complicit already? Because nothing would happen if they didn't. If they would have just saw something. a black kid and walking and didn't say, think he's a fucking thug out here to rob your house. Like, Right, We're not like, after your shit. Like these people need to be complicit. That they're they started that kid's murder by calling the cops on him. They should go to jail too for walking around. For being for black. existing, for existing, for being black. So if people want to say black lives don't matter, they can fuck off because we all know this fucking did not need to happen. There's certain. Things that have been in some of the kids. It's like Trayvon Martin again, you know, like a kid. Like, yeah. that's a child. Yeah, I mean, it's been going on since before Emmett Till, and then people still haven't gotten the message. And they well. know it's going on, too, because back in those days when, like, my grandma and my great-grandma knew of people that were getting lynched, you think that the kids of those parents didn't know there were some white supremacist shit like, I knew my parents had military background, woke dad, like, fucking Midwest. I knew their culture. It's like, you knew. You were a kid and you knew and you saw this as a part of your regular life. But you have been put into this place where you grow up thinking that you are better than other people. That they are beneath you. That we're mongrels and we don't even deserve to be here unless it's to serve Fuck that shit. Burn the motherfucker to the ground. Burn it all. Fucking, what was it? The Mad King, Game of Thrones. Did you guys watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. The Mad King. I'm like, burn it. Just burn <laughs> it all. Because Seems at this the point... the only way to send message, At this point... That was their tactics, too, you know. Did you see the video of the one of the cops that murdered George Floyd out at the grocery store? Yeah. 
Who's like, oh yeah, buying that. Oreos is motherfucker. Oh yeah, that's me. He like he owned up to it right away. Yeah, and she was like telling the customers, "This is a cop that murdered George Floyd, and he doesn't get to walk around and act like he didn't kill that man. He doesn't get to come shop at our stores. Fuck that. You better order Postmates, bitch. And you're buying Oreos. Yeah, doesn't look good. He. This is crazy. I'm surprised he was walking out the store. Let me be honest. I was surprised to see him. He's literally the reason why that store was probably closed for two weeks. Because people were burning down the city. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, George Zimmerman has been walking around doing that kind of stuff for years now. It's Joking like, about it. Signing bags of Skittles. That motherfucker. <sighs> It's a lot. It's, it's, I feel so annoyed by the fact that people are so threatened by our natural beauty and abilities and strength and our, uh, like our ability to forgive our, our blues that we carry with us. You're so fucking threatened. You have to just hunt us down in the streets why get the fuck over it like there are things we just are naturally that way our men are naturally big and strong and they may be a threat to you but guess what do some fucking push-ups they used to work their asses out so that they would watch slaves fight to the death the biggest slaves they would make them fight as entertainment for the white folks coming over to the death. And they'd put money on the slaves. That was somebody's husband, somebody's son, somebody's brother. They're fucking threatened by us. And we will never stop fighting for this. This is just the loudest we've been fighting. This is the bravest we've been because guess what? If I was a fucking activist style like it's just a personality trait and i was living 200 years ago and i said i would have just died i would have been killed and my whole family just for saying no yeah or you have to run away and try to be on the run for your whole life probably carrying the fucking master's child in your belly that shit is wrong yeah i think a, a good amount of people thought that we are past that and it's shocking to me that we aren't you know there's things that we're living through now that we read about in like history books and stuff I never thought I'd be living through it like we were it's like oh that's how people acted yeah and like well that was the new way well, that they well, did it it was also they, their way of telling the, their side of the story they didn't put the black stories in the history books like true. not the black authors yeah then we, we had to seek that scene. shit out things are good now yeah they're well like, that was the narrative itself to the new up. generation it was well because you couldn't do it out in public anymore that was unacceptable you couldn't get away with that anymore so now it's all it's mass incarceration and we'll tell all the kids that it's over and they're kids so they'll believe it and we were those kids yeah you know? well we weren't those kids our parents were those kids true we were the kids that were like but what about the black people what else happened? What about the Mexicans? It depends on where you were or where what you grew up. What stories and, can... Yeah. I mean, 
you were also able to like expose yourself to and like other people because we were kids with the internet so we were kids with AOL you could have been talking to somebody of whatever race or background and then it got more personal with like social media like MySpace and then you're like oh this is a person who looks nothing like me from a different place like I'm getting to know this person this is a connection and then boom, we're in fucking college before you know it. And Facebook's a thing. And now we're mixed and mingled. Even if you don't go to college, you're still like out in the world. You're out of high school. You're out in the world. You're like not spending eight hours a day being lied to by your city. <laughs> you're actually like living it. So you're like learning things about people and you're like meeting different people. And you're like, whoa, tell me, tell me this. Like Southern California, it's just a fucking pool of colors you know so like when I was a kid it was very much like you know everybody in, in all the things and like if I didn't know the stories of like my Mexican friends background I just go down the street and watch abuela make tortillas from scratch and teach me Spanish words to know and words to not pay attention. You know, like there were things like that. My yeah. sister-in-law is Thai. You know, like there were connections that were so immediate. And our lives are always very much like mixed up. And in my high school, like the racism was just more of a like a flex thing against Mexicans and blacks. But it's weird to think that like when I was a kid, I didn't realize I knew this racism existed and I understood white supremacy because of my dad talking about things. And like my family members, like there's some that are um, like of Muslim faith now, or you know, they, they go, they're all their separate ways of wokeness. Um, but when I was, became an adult that's in the world and I traveled and I flew around the country and I saw things differently I was like yeah what what we're taught in school is bullshit it's all cover-ups it's all little bits and pieces because there were also like hundreds of thousands of different Rosa Parks you know there were a lot of black people who said I'm not doing this it was just which one would tell the story that could be in the history books right. the history books that's why there's U.S. history and there's world history <laughs> You know, like, the history books don't tell you shit. It's all propaganda. It is the best thing I would suggest anyone do for a child is homeschool them. Because you owe it to your, your offspring and the people who are going to lead this world. You owe it to them to know a lot of other shit happened that is erased and our minds can, can we can hold so much information now more than ever everything you hear is whack no one tells the truth no more that's the trillest truest fact funny duddy rich sick regurgitating politics these cowards soundly choking on each other's tiny shit stained dicks and they're supposed to lead us when they really creep us out with all the grimy groping, giving girls diseases, the sick fucks need to stay away, please, and find your Jesus. I mean, Jesus, man, enough's enough for no more reason. No more creepers, no more cat calls, no more sieges. On freedoms of speech, we need to stand up for the things that freed us or take a knee. 
shit music used to teach us They took that too Blurred the line so we can't really see what's going on So we can stay pawns In a game that we can't play Divide us and they're strong Walk or broke deep down We all know what's really going wrong You have the courage too I tried to find mine in a song Jackie Robinson, then right before our eyes, Republicans with racist ties, monopolize our very lives to line their own pockets, it's a fucking crime, and they get away with it every time, see now they own the government, for them there's no such thing as corporate punishment, that's safe for us, that's little guy stuff, back to back natural disasters, no help, climate change is real you fucking nitwitted bastards, this shit's bombastic, I can't believe that we're asking, our president to stop tweeting while he shits Every time he sits, it's automatic Something insane, flat out wrong or just dumb We need a tranquilizer for this idiot's thumbs The world is laughing sisters had the little girls the sons have all been up and taken from this world it's absurd but sad to say thoughts and prayers y'all can save until we change our views and minds and we can only change today one day at a time having uncomfortable conversations until we get it right see that's the only way if not for you then maybe for your baby's sake if you're pissed off because i am too want to see our kids be safe in schools then vote this is not a joke It's classic capitalism with its foot up at our throat. It's up to us to make a stand. It's up to us to shift demand. It's up to us to change this land of homeless people and corporate brands. Who's with me? I've seen enough. It's time for us to quit this stuff. Walk forward hand in hand. Holla if you hear me, fam. remember where it was because it was on a on a road trip but it was like a african-american history museum and the person i was with i think it was their first time seeing some of this imagery as well and this is like 2016 which need nothing i was just looking for my cup 2016 ish it's there um thank you 
and they had a lot of items. So they had a lot of the actual posters there, which now you can see on the internet. They had shackles, like real shackles that were used, um, like little bed spaces that you're supposed to sleep in, like where you would have to like sleep like this. And how could you ever sleep anyway? Um, Their clothes, the fact that like they couldn't have shoes, the slaves couldn't have any kind of shoes, because like when there were slaves, there were shoes. They couldn't wear shoes. So they always had like fucked up cuts on their feet and like all this. They were always having to repair themselves and wake up at like four in the morning. And you could, you could just as easily see a pregnant mom slave with a baby slave on her back that's like one. And that baby is also picking cotton. It's crazy. And I wonder why our babies are so wise. And talented. And talented as fuck. <laughs> Hello, Michael Jackson's ours. Fewer things bring me more joy than seeing those videos of little, <laughs> little black kids just fucking kids killing just it. Doing just it. Like, yes. <laughs> doing yes. It. Can I hug you? Oh Can gosh. I come hug you? Where are you at? <laughs> just do it. Do it. Get it. You should see my one of my nieces. She just at each of my siblings, I think I've told you this, has me as a child. Like they each have told me this kid is you. It's weird. Like my I shine through some of my nieces. The DNA is showing its... The DNA and then the personality. <laughs> well, plus they also had Which time with you. they're through. really like... It's, it's refreshing for my siblings because I'm not a shitty person. You know, they could have a shitty role model. And it's not me. Like, I'm just... I'm like, yeah, be weird. Play guitar. Draw. Do whatever you want to do. You like girls? Like girls. Who gives a fuck? Like, do you. Like, it's okay. But the little baby who's like me is one and a half, and it's eerie. Like, she'll just, like, be sitting there, and, like, you'll just give her a binky. She'll just put a binky in her mouth and just, just, like, be be there. And she was born with blue eyes. Oh, show me a picture. Kalani blue. Yeah. Both black parents. But guess what? Somebody along the line... (laughs) Yeah, recessive. I guess it's not recessive. Well, on our side it is. Because I have uncles who have had blue eyes. It's from the... It's from... some. It's from a white man having sex with a black woman. Right. That's what I'm saying. Back in the day. Brown and and green eyes are the dominant gene, I think. Well, green is actually the rarest eye. Blue is is dominant. So it's brown, 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 blue. So it would be like two big Bs, B. Blue is... Right, uh, brown, the, blue, the and then the yeah. little bees. Yeah, so blue is definitely because most two white parents could easily have blue eyes in their line. That's why their children have blue eyes. Right. But if it's like a brown-eyed parent, recessive brown, the blue-eyed parent, they could have blue eyes or brown eyes. Right. But like, for example, what happened with my brother is we have a big B and little B in our one box with him and a big B and a little B with his wife. And those two little B's found each other because she's black too, but she's also got some, mm. someone dipped the pin in the company ink. <laughs> yeah. It's wild stuff. And her hair is Auburn. 
So everyone likes it. It was probably, actually, let me go back and say, <laughs> it could have been a black woman that wanted to fuck a ginger. Because I know what that's like. You live that life. I day. live that life. That is why I'm here. <laughs> I'm, gingers are like my favorite. They're just so unique. And I love that they... Shout out to all of our gingers. Shout out. Home. They're melanated. You got ginger in your beard. A little bit if it grows out. Yeah. yeah. There's a new ginger um, male Barbie coming on the line. And he has freckles. Because my friend Nils... Why you don't say? My friend it's Nils has red body. hair. <laughs> Why is his name is? He's a redhead, and he's, like, my favorite ginger in the world. Shout out to Nils. Nils is, like, one of the most talented musicians of all time, and he's a great friend of mine. So shout out, Nils. Do you want to come to our beach party, Barbie? Barbie, come have a shot. I'll do it out of your belly button. We'll get together at the pub later. Hot. Hot. So he's he's got, like, the orange hair, but let me show you guys the Barbie. I I was, my wig flipped. (laughs) My wig flipped. Because he was like, I want a doll. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shout out to Ron Howard. Shout out to Ron Howard. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) One, two, three. Name your favorite ginger. Ooh, that's hard. Josh Tommy. Mine's Danny Bonaducci. Well, there you go. We talked about him last time. We talked about My first favorite ginger (laughs) was... Yeah. Carrot Top, I think. Well, yes. Carrot Top. Is is that two on the nose? Prince Harry was my first... Oh, yeah. Ginger that I like truly. I was a kid. He was a kid, but also Ronald Weasley. All the Weasleys. Oh uh, yeah. The whole Weasley bunch. I was here for it. Yeah, carrot top when I was a kid. All and all my life, my siblings teased me for liking the gingers because they knew they thought I was really gross for having a crush on carrot top. They really were like, "This is disgusting." You got really bummed. <laughs> yeah, he's I know. I saw yeah. him live. You could fuck you up. He's, <laughs> Maybe it's like you want to make fun of my. But he took steroids, so you know. Well, yeah, but who didn't take no steroids at that anymore. era? You know. Well, true. Who says he even had a pee pee to begin with? <laughs> I'd hope to think he did. Yeah, what if he was just like... We can all dream. I'm not going to ruin your fantasy. But he's a ginger. He might have had a pee-pee. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't done enough research. I've done some legwork. Yes. (laughs) Is that a pun? (laughs) Or is it more of like a kickstand? It's so... Yeah. It's... it's, (laughs) I'm just attracted to them because they just like know what it's like to be different too. That's what I was going to say. I feel like... Like they know what it's like to be the one... And usually they're like the one in the family. They're teased or they're like treated differently. Like they always say the redheaded stepchild. That's like a real thing. And um, they just always can hang. Like black folks like don't really see ginger... Well, I can't speak for all black folks. But the ones that I know, like if we have a ginger friend, like they're ginger... Like, they're not white. They're not a white person. You know, they're not like a white person. Right, because they're, they're an outcast amongst... Right. So they're, they know what the it's like. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. always can hang. Like, at, meet a ginger and ask them what... Like, well, don't. This is trying times. But I bet you anything their best friend is black. They're all... <laughs> they all have a black best friend. Because there's always a person like me... There's that connection. That wants those what gingers. Like me, I wouldn't consider myself a ginger, but I do have like red. That's a ginger beard. That's completely different because these are kids who grew up that way. You have ginger tendencies. (laughs) Well, because you're ginger adjacent. You didn't become a ginger (laughs) until you were a grown man. They were ginger. They were more ginger at birth because like their hair sometimes goes darker. I had 
like bright blonde hair when I was a little kid. Same. And then it got really dark. And then I feel like it's getting lighter again. Yeah, we have a similar complexion. It's like some sort of uh, British Isles fuckery <laughs> that some brave, some brave strong motherfuckers made it out to the Midwest of America, and there we there we were. Right. But there's some sort of mix of of uh, like freckles and then like because I have some my beard isn't one color either yeah, it's like mostly yeah. dark but I was bright white as a kid and then I got darker and now I my lied. body hair is now blonde and I'm like that's weird I didn't realize that it was always that way like oh it was always that way this feels weird ironically though like the white <laughs> white babies are born like very blonde often it's like, like, okay, so I'm going to just give you guys a little point of view from being, like, a black person and, and like, talking about white people. Like, born blonde, kind of alienish, you know, like, different looking. Like, black kids are born with, like, a full head of hair. Yeah. But then, like, white people, why, why do they have to be allergic to the sun? Like, it's fucking ironic. Because like, we evolved it, so north of the equator that we didn't need any of the melanin in our skin to protect us like, because it's so cloudy and dreary there all the time. Ugh. I, it's just interesting, you know? I'm like... The further away from the equator, the less... It's almost as if... Pigment you and need like, to And this is all 100% just me being real. It's almost as if races are actually different species that are of the same, like, um, kingdom. Kingdom. Yes. You know? So, like... Whereas we're all like, like there's all. six different types of elephants. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because yeah. yeah. like so many different, so many parts of us are different. Like, like a lot yeah. of the parts of us are different. How biologically, our, how we evolved, yeah. evolved differently, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Isn't totally. that amazing? Well, because we like to pretend that we're not animals. We like to pretend like we're some super species we're that, that evolve that is above everything else, but we just don't know how to communicate with other intelligent creatures like right. whales. My fucking dog is smart. He's got a giant head. His head is the same size as me. There are other we there are creatures that are smart too. We just have this superiority complex. Well, because we communicate with words, we think we're better, and our society is conscious. We're conscious of things. Yeah. Which animals are too, but like we have the consciousness to create glass and all the shit surrounding us. But we ain't To change shit. our environment. That's yeah. the only difference. We're not. Yeah. We are the same. We all want to just fuck and reproduce. The only reason people want to fuck is because of an animal instinct to reproduce. 100%. Yeah. We got so good at finding food that we got bored and, and made culture. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> That is classic. That is spot on. But the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that we're still animals. Yeah. That's what humanimals yeah. is all about. Yes. Oh my God. Humanimals. Like, what are you working on right now? You show uh, me. Just that commission piece. But I have like three big ones waiting. I just need to get to my new space and then let it loose there. I want a, I want to see but, one like the size of this wall. Like I want a mural of one. Well, they've slowly gotten bigger. In a year's time, they've gone from 11 by 15 to 18 by 24. So yeah. in another year, who knows how much bigger they'll be. I want to do a mural in Cincinnati. This canvas. You have to do it. They fucking better welcome you back with open arms. My sister's, my sister's fiance has a bunch of them already in the city. So They need to straight you know, up be like, we're getting a real oh, one cool. back. Yeah. 
They need to. There should be a Taylor Alexander parade. Or I'll draw it first, and then I'll just project paint it and project it and paint it the same way I would do it. Because I can't draw ink on a. I can't make an ink mural. I would if I could. You could put any of yours that you have on a projector and blow them up. Um, But I'd have to switch media. But back to the parade. Like paint. There should be a Taylor Alexander Welcome Home Parade. Probably not. <laughs> They're lucky. <laughs> They're fucking little, lucky. They're right getting down, you back. Downtown <laughs> Right. I'm going to call the people who've been protesting. Like, can you guys just have a TA sign? <laughs> um, but I agree with you. There are, we are different species within our own species. Like, I agree with that 100%. But it's from evolution. Yeah. And it's amazing how we've evolved to be so different. See. And we're only evolving more and creating new races, new species. Right. You know. That's why when you see a beautiful mixed race person, you're like, look at that person. It's like, ooh. That's cool. That's new. It's like when you new. hear a new song, it's like, right. like yeah, there's yeah. like a new song of a person. I lo- but it's, a, it's not the new song of a person. It's like a remix. Right. Well, of course, because there's no new instruments like, being created there's I like no the fucking, remix they're like fuse, fusing Latin jazz with like house music and then I'm and like, country yeah and then yeah. I'm just like jazz jazz and then you I'm get a Blake Griffin Ooh. you know yeah like, I'm just like ginger. oh this dude's crazy he's a ginger yeah. he's a ginger he's a black ginger which yeah you get one of those you and win. he's got a pure soul <laughs> and he's an amazing athlete and competitive <gasps> he can jump over cars Literally. he can jump over me Right now. He can come over just to jump over. He can jump over you. Oh my god, I would the the I conversations I would have <laughs> with him. I'd be like, oh Blake Griffin, just well, so you know I'm not a fan of your team. <laughs> He's been Detroit now. He's been pissed I'm in I'm Lakers until I die. It's a commitment you make at birth. Well. At least he's not a clipper. Anymore. Well that's the thing. Now that you put it out there you'll probably meet him and so I just wait. I look forward to that. Yeah, podcast, I'll right? tell you about it. This is for real. This, happens. this happens. Should have him on a guest, as a guest on the show. Well, I'd love to. You can have. You can actually just record at our wedding. We'll do a podcast. Okay. I want to have multiple. I, that doesn't seem appropriate. Can I just perform at the wedding and just be there? Yeah. Be a. Well, I would say the podcast, but it's not. I'm not going to do a wedding like a pe- like people do. I'm okay. gonna do a very. Like, I feel like maybe we could do it like a pre or. I'm post. doing it like without the government. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> that's in. how Lou and I want to do it too. Yeah, no government. Eh? We want to do a conspiracy wedding where we fake it. Everybody thinks that we're, uh, uh, yeah. we're legally married, but that's we do the... everything but the actual legality. I Except love it. now, I'm now I'm explaining it. So at the my idea was to get married and not tell out. anybody at all for years, and then just be like, oh yeah, we've been married for like five years. Oh, how are you guys going to act about it? Because oh. everybody else acts weird about it. If you're like, together and not marry. It's like, what is it? What is, what does it mean to have to be married and to be together? If you're with people like, oh, you've been with him for five years and he hasn't proposed. Yeah, we actually like each other. We don't want to own each other. It's just a life ritual. I feel like in certain parts of the world, it's just, it's not, it's like, uh, it's like a, um, coming of age or like becoming but it's in all of our cultures that society expectation like my family members like the older ones well now they don't really as much anymore but they would ask about like when are you gonna get married and i'm like huh i don't think i'm ever going to do that unless it's a trap it's a secret type of weird ass marriage 
Not like... <laughs> Like the if Blake Griffin and I met, fell in love and went to Vegas. Yeah, you some gotta have shit, some, some Illuminati. You have to have some Illuminati marriage, otherwise it's What's the not point? legit. I'm not having a big old ball. If you, can, if you understand what that means, then you go to a bar, meet a Vanderbilt, fall in love. It just happens. It That's happens right. Then. Have the wedding, get all the gifts, and then fuck off. <laughs> Isn't that what it's really about? Isn't it really about just an excuse to have your family? And it's an excuse your to be the center of attention. Give you a huge head start. Yeah. It, well, that's what it is for and the bride. That's what it is for the bride for sure. For all of them involved. Well, the bride is the crazy person. We all know. But because the, it's a, it's about them. It's their. But the for, groom started it when he asked the bitch. Right, because he got nervous. He felt he gets pressured into it. He every got time. pressured. Yeah. This is how it goes. The dude gets pressured into it so that the lady, the woman, can have. Have it be her special day, and then you so, get the hookup from all your friends and family, and then good luck. You got it's a 50, so childish. <laughs> it's it is. And then you have to like rearrange your life around somebody's party. See, all the weddings I've had the most fun at were like the low key, chill backyard or something like that is not on a golf course. Yes. You know, I have the most fun when it's like, oh, we rented the banquet hall out. But it's all the right people that are there. Right. Like, I don't want to invite certain people. It, like, And I would get so overwhelmed about it because there would be so much of that, why didn't I get invited bullshit? And I was like, well, actually, like, we haven't actually seen each other since, like, 2005. Because I don't care about you, We've bitch. just been Facebook friends. You don't even know me. Right. I'm not the same person. It becomes, it becomes something... Which we have a tendency as people in this society to do, which is make it e- about everything other than the matter at hand. Yeah. Right? It's like it should be about oh, celebrating these two so people's many love. Microphone drops today. It should be about these two people's love, but instead, let's make it about us. Let's make it about everything else, and instead of just fucking. That's why the reception is the most fun part, because that's what Everyone's all it's about. Drinking. It's just about the party. That's yeah. what we're supposed to do. That's, that's why. That's, that's why I love the, the cookout. That's why I love. Black people, because it's all just about the hang. Party. That's what music is. That's why I love music, because it's about the hang. That's why Zach and I are buds, because we've always just been about the hang. Yeah. And exactly. if you don't get that, then come join a hang. Listen to this podcast. This is what it is. It, this is it. It's about just appreciating each other. Right. And, and leaving room to talk and to experience each other's lives together by hanging out, by talking, through music, through whatever. Like, that's why I love doing this, and that's why... It's all about the get-together. It's all about being a person who can stand on their own and connect with other individuals and come together and actually have conversations about shit that matters. That's what being an adult should be. Yeah. Instead of it being financial responsibility and stability and the... Fuck all that. And then, like, if you you need to be prepared for your future... All this 401k bullshit or, you know, you can't change your career. However, I was 19 when I decided it type shit. It's kind of a hurry up and settle mentality. Yes. Hurry up and settle. Have the kids and get the house already so you can make room for the next motherfucker that's going to do that. But the millennials are changing. capitalism a fuck ton of money, man. The millennials that are, like, the... The reproduction rate is different because millennials, like us, I was talking to Patty earlier about this, is like, I have, sometimes I feel like I'm getting old because I haven't had children. It's like a natural genetic thing, like just being a female, your body tells you these things. But I'm like, oh yeah, most of my friends don't have kids. 
And we're all just chilling in our 30s, living our life. And, like, there will be a time for it, maybe. But we're not, like, pressuring, pressuring ourselves to make that happen. Right. You know, just because of the number where most of our parents had us by the time they were our age. Or multiple kids, you know? So, like, it's interesting because there weren't this many people... 25 30 years ago that were not starting families or choosing like some set in stone career and millennials are like fuck it i'm gonna do what i want and make the most of every situation and as long as the rent's paid i can have a chill month that is what millennials are about we've been forced into that lifestyle by the way but yes you're 100 percent right there's more people and less jobs right and and there's no, but there were less opportunities as well. Like less opportunities for us to buy a house, less opportunities for us to own like an expensive vehicle, less opportunities for us to like finish college in four years and not have no debt, you know, like less yeah. opportunity. And the generations before us, the reason they don't like millennials is because we have this freedom, but it's our own freedom. We gave ourselves like, Oh, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. So guess what? I'm going to chill. I'm going to live as an artist. I'm going to make the money I need to make to survive. And then people are going to finance my life so I can be myself. Because if I was doing what I was set out to do from college, I'd be fucking miserable. I promise you. Right. And so many people are miserable and then they're now they're realizing it and then they're upset. And rightfully so. You know, I see it all the time. Yeah. And it's well, it's hard because they can't get out of it either, you know. Well, they're invested. Just like they're invested in, yeah. They're, you can't flip the table if you're eating from it. They're moving up in the business, in the company to right. more bullshit and responsibilities, less time at home with their families, less time doing anything they actually want to do. And making a comparable, like some of, not to be like, telling anyone's business but i know for a fact some of my friends make a comparable living to me like we're pretty much making the same amount of every right, month but what's their life like yeah well they, if you make a living you make a well, that's one that's a number on a piece of paper but what and, is your life and like? yeah what's a living right yeah if you're not actually living if you're just making money to be a fucking pawn like i went to fit them for a little bit because I wanted to do fashion design. So I got into the FITM school for fashion. Lou graduated from there. In Who? San Francisco. Lou. Lou? Awesome. I went to downtown LA. And I was there for a year because I fucking... One, it's a private school. So it's hella expensive. And I would graduate being what? A designer for Betsy Johnson. Where her name's on it. Or a designer for Target. Or whatever the fuck. Using your creative energy to make somebody else money while they sit back and do shit. It's corporate. It's corporatism. I don't like it. And they and no. and those people still have debt from school because you have to do the two years there. The first, the three years. Two years you get your AA. The third year you get your bachelor's. And it's like thirty thousand a year for a California residence. That's wow. the discount. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have. Whether it be marriage or like a steady job or whatever it is, you they have in their mind. Modelo. Okay. Sorry. Uh, they have in their mind this like I'm just gonna do this and then my life will be stable and then I'll be happy. 
But yeah. most people, when they get that, or if they get that, realize that it's not just a problem solver. You know, if you right. get, even if you work your whole life and you get your dream job, it's still not like, okay, now you're done. You're just, it's like the beginning of another struggle. Right. And people are... But that's what they sell you. They, they sell yes, you that, that finish not. line. Yeah. Hey, if you do this, then you'll get this. Yeah. That's not what life is. Life isn't... Well, then you realize once you're an adult that who could sell you on college right now at thir- mm. in your 30s? If someone came up to you and was like, hey, you want an opportunity? You would be like, get the fuck out of my face. Well, it depends on or, what you want to do. Or any, or like the military or the police force for that matter. Yeah. Like, you know, they could easily convince an 18-year-old to do anything. We're dumb as fuck. Yeah. We're just barely allowed to like buy a pack of cigarettes. We're so happy we have freedom. And then they're like, they know who to ask. We're six years short of our brains being fully developed. Right. Because once that frontal lobe is done... We're not falling for the bullshit. So that's why we're adults at 18, because then you can be manipulated for six years or, yeah, six to six to seven years so that if you don't, so you have a, a six year period where they can fuck you. Yeah. And then if you get it out of that, or if you follow the rules, quote unquote, in line step with a corporate it, mindset, and which is you do this to get this amount of money, then we do this, it's futures, it's all, then you, then you can survive, quote unquote. Yeah, but cat's out of the bag now. Well, the, the cat has been trying to claw his ass out of the bag for decades. Millennials were like, can you let the cat out? There are vegans here. Like, let that cat out. I feel like my generation, our generation has grown up like 90s, 2000s, 2000s, 2010s. It feels like we've always been at war. We've always had like 911. 911. We like, know terrorist attacks, we know bombings, we know things that we know riots where you can see it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. You know the difference. Yeah, you are a few years younger than us though. So like what is it? How old are you? From um, 29. Okay. Saturn returns still, so you're going through it. Are yeah. you aware? But there's a difference between like I'll a couple years younger than us, like yeah. 3 years younger than us. Because D and I are the same age. We were only a couple months apart. But um, there's even a gap there. Yeah, because three years younger than us. We have a lot in common, but there's a different perspective. There were probably more kids in high school with cell phones with you. Or like at least, you know, mobile phones. But when we were in high school, it was like the Nokia brick that you could just text your mom to pick you up. It wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing. You just had it for... Like, I had a cell phone because I was always gone. And I had my three best friends and we would like send texts on the Nokia brick and play snake. There was no, but like yeah. three years after us, they had fucking Motorola razors. You could have Facebook on a yeah, razor. Like just what you just said, right? Yeah, exactly. He said everybody had razors. Everybody <laughs> had a fucking razor. Yeah. It was like this couple year period. Wow. It's so the gap is so small. Cell phones were, are like, you're either like a business person or a drug dealer. And right. then it just became Everyone above the age of ten wanted a cell phone, mm-hmm. and like I don't really know. Businessman or a drug dealer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for being sly. 
We're doing something. That's so, that's so accurate. <laughs> Both just, doing illegal things. It's just <laughs> right? Just one's legitimized. Right. Like beepers. Like I feel like yeah, I barely beepers. remember beepers being a thing. Oh, I remember going to the page already in uh, on Sunnymead uh, Boulevard with my mom to go get her pay her beeper and then like exchange her beeper for an upgrade of a beeper. The page already. There were pager stores. Yeah, Bob's Beepers. Remember Helga, Bob's remember Helga G. Pataki's dad? He was a beeper salesman in New York. He I want a beeper was. just so I get a beep, and then I'm Dude, like, I'll just call you myself. Yeah, <laughs> you should. Yeah. Just page me. Just give people your pager number so that you can choose whether or not you call them back. That's not a bad idea. That's actually, actually a good idea. That's some retro I'd shit. I prefer that. I'm actually buying a pager right now. Do it. I have a few. So there's a shop in Nashville called the Turnip Green Creative, and it's just all kinds of shit that people have donated. Random shit. Like, like from Legos to fucking fabric Wait, to old cell phones. This shop in Nashville I used to always go okay. to. So I have a few boxes in my room. I'll show you guys after just so you can get an idea of what it is. But it's just like random shit. And I would find like sometimes pagers or old cell phones and shit like that there. And you pay by whatever you think it's worth. So I would take two big, like, grocery bags, clock grocery bags, and I give them, like, 20 bucks and go, like, every... I was only allowed to go once a month, though, personally. I wouldn't allow myself to. Because I go ham, no, ham. No, you can't come in here. I went to the Goodwill the other day. You're responsible and I was like, I had a fucking I shopping cart full of clothes. And I bought them all. <laughs> I said, thank you, government. Appreciate it. (laughs) Oh, shit. To be continued.